Welcome and thank you for joining me on the Women Who Code podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about building an effective data strategy. While my content is mostly geared towards data leaders, I hope other product and technology leaders will find the content useful as well. My name is Shelby Vaklu. I go by the she, her pronouns. And most recently, I was the head of data at a sports tech company called Strava. While there, I led a data department of 27 analysts and machine learning engineers. I built the team up from eight to 27 in just about two years. 48% of my team were women and 60% of the managers on my team were also women. Prior to that, I was the head of analytics at Komodo Health. And I've also worked at Salesforce, Fitbit, and I've run my own company in the past. In almost all the companies that I've worked at, data was the product, which means even if customers didn't realize it, our product was essentially data aggregated in a way that was interesting and or it was useful to our customers in some way. And that is inherently what they came to use the product for. So let's dive into our topic at hand today, which is about effective data strategies. So what is data strategy anyway? A data strategy is essentially a plan on how your company will use, maintain, and store data. It is the data management plan that your company can commit to so that data can be utilized effectively to power good business outcomes. A data strategy has a few key components. Namely, it has the business case, the technology, the people, and the processes. I'll clarify what each of these components mean. So the first component of the data strategy is the business case for leveraging data. Clarify why your business benefits from data insights and how you can improve your product and customer experience through data. This is very important as it sets almost the why behind the investment that you're making into data topics. The next component is the technologies that you will or plan to use. This can include tools that you'll use for storing, for mining, analyzing, and for visualizing the data. Now here, there are actually many different options for the technologies that you can possibly use. So there's a lot to process on this front. Coming up with the right technologies that don't just suit your organization's unique needs, but are a plan for that effective strategy is crucial. Next, the data strategy should include a plan for the people. What functions do you hope will be part of your core data team and how big does your data team need to be? Here again, there's actually a lot of inconsistencies in the industry around terminologies and what each function is supposed to represent. So it's good to clarify that. Data scientist, data engineer, data analyst, machine learning engineer, analytics engineer, BI or visualization engineer. There's a lot of different terms out there and they can all do slightly different things. Who you actually need depends on how you define the work and what you feel needs to be included in the data strategy. For the people aspect, I'll also call out that it's important to define roles and responsibilities even outside the data organization. So this helps ensure that there is clarity around those very, very crucial cross-functional partnerships that can either amplify or detract from the data strategy. 
And finally, last, um, but I think one of the most crucial pieces of the data strategy is the actual process or the structure that you will put in place to manage and use your data assets. How will you maintain your data ecosystem? Who is actually going to maintain it? What is the intentional governance strategy and the cadence of audits that you will run to build and grow your company's data-informed decision-making? Having some data processes that you can at least start with, but build on and iterate over can help you in evolving your overall data strategy. So those are the four pieces that form the core of your, of your data strategy. The business case, the technology, the people, and the processes. These are the pieces that help you effectively leverage your data in support of your business. And that brings us to the next question. Um, why do we need a data strategy in the first place? Ultimately, companies are defined by their ability to quickly and efficiently execute on their product vision. Their product vision, in order to be successful, has to provide real tangible value to their customers. When companies leverage data in a timely, relevant, and efficient manner, they're able to build better roadmaps, and that brings them closer to business success. If product decisions were made purely based on gut or intuition, success will also be luck-based, and that is simply not sustainable. This is one of the biggest reasons for investing in a data strategy. Faster and higher quality decision-making within companies can be that difference in achieving business and revenue goals or getting left behind. A data strategy also ensures operational efficiency. After all, many companies are now data companies. Think of some of the largest consumer tech companies. Pretty much all of them have huge data components. Google, Meta, Amazon, Netflix, they're all sitting on massive amounts of data. And their product is essentially how you interact with that data, or maybe how you generate more data that in turn provides you with something useful. If these companies did not invest in aiming for maximum efficiency when it comes to using, maintaining, and storing all that data, they would just not be successful. There is also a lot of operational overhead when your data architecture isn't clean or cohesive. And besides that, there is a very real cost of wasted money on things like compute and st storage when you're dealing with big data that isn't streamlined. All of those reasons, ensuring market competitiveness through effective leverage of data, faster decision-making, ability to hit revenue goals, and operational efficiency and reducing wasted money, these are just some of the very high-level reasons for investing in a company-wide data strategy. And that brings us to the next sub subtopic, which is, what makes for an effective data strategy? For a data strategy to be considered effective, it has to nail it on three different aspects. Relevancy to the business, cross-functional alignment, and flawless planning and execution. So let's start with the relevancy to the business. A data strategy at the end of the day is created for the business. Therefore, it has to solve a real business pain point. You don't create a data team for a business that is not building or selling anything. 
you don't buy data technologies if you have no data. And there's no need to create a process for data if your business doesn't really deal with much data. Ultimately, you have to audit your business and see what it needs, how much time and resources you can afford to actually spend on data aspects and come up with that best data strategy that meets those boundary conditions. If this business relevancy criterion isn't met, nothing else in your data strategy really matters. The next aspect of an effective data strategy is cross-functional alignment. Nothing in the data world can be achieved without it. For data initiatives to be successful, the company at large has to be aligned and it has to be invested. There is almost no part of the data process that can be successful without that cross-functional support. To ensure cross-functional alignment, I would suggest that you start with education. Does your organization understand what is required for successful data initiatives? Everyone loves a pretty dashboard or a cool experimentation results that tells you what to build and what not to build, but does everyone have a basic understanding of how it gets done, the value it adds, and the effort that it takes? Focusing on education early and often and also customizing it to the maturity of your specific organization will yield many results. Part of that education is also showcasing that vision on shared goals. Make sure that cross-functionally, everybody understands what's in it for them with each data initiative. You want to get more attribution tracking for maybe some marketing campaigns? Well, then proactively explain how marketing budgets can have better ROI through that attribution information. People are way more willing to help if they understand how their own goals can be met through the initiatives that you are focusing on. The third and final aspect of an effective data strategy is great planning and execution. Of course, that's easier said than done. It takes time to audit and figure out what your organization's data maturity is. There can be many parts of the business that differ in that data maturity. Some parts may be a little ahead. And any plan that you create has to incorporate those differences in the different parts of the business. There can also be some inherent differences in the skills and the experiences of the people who are on your team and who you can hire. In addition to that, your tooling and technology choices need to merge your current and growing team skills, as well as evolving industry standards and preferences. You have to find that sweet spot, that little balance between everybody having to learn something completely new. Uh, maybe that ends up taking away precious time from their data objectives versus picking something that everybody already knows how to use, but maybe that just won't fulfill tomorrow's use case. Another aspect of great planning and execution is the intentional data governance strategy. Make sure your data assets are accurate and reliable. That is the foundation of good data practices. If your stakeholders just don't trust the data that they use to make decisions, it will have cascading negative repercussions throughout your organization. And the final piece of executing and planning flawlessly is to account for the cultural change that needs to happen for you all to succeed. 
people can hear your logic, they can look at your charts, they can share your vision. But until you actually give them a blueprint, which clearly outlines, this is how the changes are going to be sequenced. This is how I'm going to tackle opinions. Um, this is how I will try to shift the culture and not just the people, processes, and technology. Um, you, if, unless you do that, you will inevitably see yourself getting stuck. You have to commit to that cultural mind shift change that needs to happen around the data strategy and the importance of various pieces within it. Cultural change is hard, but it is doable. Every data practitioner knows that they have to get that organizational, um, something that cuts across all levels. They have to get that entire organization to speak the same language and to go after the same goal. And that naturally leads us to our next topic. How do you actually get buy-in for your data strategy? So here again, there are four pieces. One is pitch your data properly. Two, represents the needs, represent the needs of your product and business. Understand your stakeholders. And four, know what's actually important. So let's start again with the data piece. You have to know your data very, very deeply to be able to clearly present a vision on data strategy. We talked earlier about effective planning and execution and how understanding your data maturity of your organization is a very key part of that. You can leverage that understanding to lay out a clear plan that presents the data roadmap and it presents what's possible by when and what specific value it will unlock. Showing that vision for the data roadmap is a key piece for getting buy-in for the larger data strategy. Moving on to representing the needs of your product and business. What does your business actually need? What are the highest value problems today that data needs to help you solve? Where exactly will you get the highest ROI from your data investments? And what, does, what do those add up to? Answering those questions and diving deep to figure this out will go a really long way in your ability to effectively pitch your data strategy you'll be able to better tie in the tangible value of that data strategy um, and what it can create for your business. Next, you have to understand your business stakeholders and their motivations. This part is really, really critical. I'd mentioned earlier that cross-functional alignment through shared goals and education can unlock a lot of value for you. Framing the data strategy to specific stakeholders and their motivations and success metrics in mind is a very smart plan. Always keep your data champions close and amplify them and their needs when you can. This is a really, really good way to get buy-in for your own data strategy. And the final piece of getting buy-in is being smart and knowing what's important. Once you have a deep understanding of your data, your products, and your stakeholders, it becomes much easier to triage the many different things that you can focus on. The aim should be to ruthlessly stack rank every possible thing that you can do from a data perspective, and then really paint that vision of what should come first. A data roadmap can be really effective in which it's clear to others that you're not gonna get lost in trying to do everything but rather you'll be focusing on very realistic goals and you'll be focusing on the goals that bring in the maximum value. And those are the four ways that together can help you in getting that crucial buy-in. 
And now on to our last subtopic for today. Who can contribute to a data strategy? Well, it's a trick question because anybody can contribute. A good data strategy is led by data leaders, but it is supported by all cross-functional partners. Data leaders can drive the decision-making. They can identify that racy ownership of who's consulting, responsible for delivering, approving the strategy. And finally, similarly, who is responsible for the actual execution. This hope hopefully helps create that engagement and that sense of shared responsibility. When you have an engaged group, they can actually help shape very, very powerful data strategies. And those things then incorporate the nuances of the entire organization and ensure everyone's success and not just one person's opinion. So even if you're not part of the data team, but have viewpoints on your company's data strategy, make sure to be proactive and reach out to your data partners and see how you can help shape it. And with that, I hope that inspires many of you to focus on your company's data strategy. I would absolutely love to hear some feedback or some stories of things that have resonated. Uh, maybe you can share what worked in your company or examples of what didn't work. I'm very active on Twitter, so you can connect with me there if you have any thoughts to share. I don't add people on LinkedIn unless I've spoken with them first, but you can follow me there as I post a lot of content. Additionally, you can connect with me on my website, which is shelvy.com. Hopefully that's easy enough to remember. I'm available for speaking engagements, AMAs, or consulting with teams or startups and many other different offerings. I also offer free mentorship office hours on a first-come, first-served basis. All of these details are included on my website. And one last plug, I have a book coming out later this year on the topic of self-advocacy. The sign-up link is on my website. Please do sign up if you're interested as the signups help me find better publishers. And finally, a big, big thanks to Women Who Code for having me on this podcast. I hope everyone listening has a great day.